Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at sentfromdisneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or from my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Monica Seats Vega, Scott Booker, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. C-ticket patrons, serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, and Patty Wool. B-Ticket Patrons, the Disney Rewind Podcast, and Jeff and Paige Orton. And to the A-Ticket Patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelique and the Block, and the All Aboard Podcast. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from California's Great America... The front of our first two postcards have images of the Columbia Carousel, one vertically oriented with Wile E. Coyote, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Yosemite Sam, Sylvester, and Pepe Le Pew staying in front. The second, horizontally oriented with a smaller photo in the upper left-hand corner with a woman riding the carousel horse with three balloons. On the back of the vertical card, it reads, The Columbia at Marriott's Great America. Over $1 million worth of hand-carved, dashing horses and gold brocade with just a touch of character to top off your vacation visit. It's postmarked July 30th, 1976 with a Santa Clara cancel and a 9-cent Ride of People Peaceably to Assemble postage stamp, Scott number 1591. I assume they visit the park on Thursday, July 29th, when the weather was a high of 77 and a low of 61. It's addressed to a Miss Carol Todd of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It reads, Thinking of you. Love, Judy. The back of our second postcard reads, The Columbia, young and old, will thrill to the craftsmanship and grandeur of the grandest grand carousel of them all, over 100 feet tall and an equal number of prancing horses. It's postmarked June 20th, 1977, with a Sacramento cancel and a 13-cent Proclaim Liberty Throughout the Land postage stamp, Scott number 1595. I assume they visit the park on Sunday, June 19th, when the weather was a high of 71 and a low of 55. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. Skokland of San Gabriel, California. It reads, Greetings from Great America. We have had quite a day. Went on practically every ride, some twice. It was fun. We spent one day in San Francisco riding cable cars, took a bay cruise, and walked around the wharf area. We are on our way home today, all tired but happy. Hope you are okay. Love, Tom, Joyce, Ellen, and Nick. In the early 1970s, Fess Parker, known for playing Davy Crockett for Walt Disney, began to work on his own concept for a theme park. The park would be known as Frontier World, a theme park based around frontier heroes Fess had portrayed. After having a setback in Kentucky, Fess looked to Santa Clara, California to build his theme park. Fess could not do this alone and had enlisted Ray Kroc, the founder and CEO of McDonald's, as an investor. When Kroc was pressed to increase his investment, he bowed out of the deal. This forced Fess to sell all he had invested for Frontier World to the Marriott Hotel Company. Then, March 20, 1976, 
Marriott's Great America opened where Frontierland would have been. Looking at an original brochure for the park, it opened with attractions named Turn of the Century, Sky Whirl, Logger's Run, Yankee Clipper, Great America Scenic Railway, Willard's Wizard, Rue Dodge, Delta Flyer, and the double-decker Columbia Carousel. Marriott had also worked out the theme park rights for the Warner Brothers Looney Tunes characters. Guests could meet Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, and the Tasmanian Devil, just like at Disneyland where guests could meet Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and Goofy. The overall design of the park was a loop system, which is different from the hub-and-spoke concept used by Disneyland. Guests enter the park and are faced with a question to go left or right to explore the park. The park has had themed areas including Yankee Harbor, an early 19th century New England seaport village, Orleans Place, inspired by the French Quarter of New Orleans in the 1850s, Hometown Square with a 1920s small town theme, the Great Midwest Livestock Exposition and County Fair, themed like a turn-of-the-century county fair, and the Yukon Territory with a gold country and mining town theme. Through the 70s, Marriott's Great America added attractions like Tidal Wave and the Sky Tower. Since 1979, the 200-foot Sky Tower is the tallest observation tower in Northern California, although it's now called the Star Tower. Another attraction name change and re-theme was the turn-of-the-century roller coaster. This ride was designed by Aero Development, the same company that designed Disneyland's Matterhorn. There were some modifications made to the track to make it more thrilling, and the new name given to the coaster was Demon. The concept being the park missed payments on the roller coaster, it had been repossessed by a demon. The rest of the attraction included going through caves with waterfalls with pouring red liquid to resemble blood and fog effects. The entire track was painted black, and a new logo was added to the front of each car. After nine years of operation, Marriott sold the park to the city of Santa Clara, and management of the park was handled by King's Entertainment Company. The name was only slightly changed from Marriott's Great America to Great America. Be sure to grab the Enfield Post Sunday Sale stamps quick, before they're all gone. There are some great architecture stamps available, but they might be sold out when you listen to this episode. That's EP Sunday Sale on Instagram, or you can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has four images of different attractions. There's a tall image of the Edge, a freefall attraction, the Tidal Wave, a simple loop-de-loop attraction, and a larger image of the Sky Whirl, a Ferris wheel type attraction, and a coaster jumping out of its image box. On the bottom it reads, Great America. On the back it reads, Sounds of fun and excitement await you on Great America's thrill rides. The Edge, Tidal Wave, Sky Whirl, and Coasters. The fun begins with you. It's postmarked August 13, 1986, with an Oakland cancel and a 22-cent Love Puppy postage stamp. Scott number 2202. I assume they visit the park on Tuesday, August 12th. The weather was a high of 83 and a low of 59. It's addressed to a Miss Damaris Mulvey of Seattle, Washington. It reads, Dear Aunt Dee, Uncle Pat, and Cousin Alyssa, How are you guys? I sure miss you. I went to Great America with two of my uncles, my cousin, and Sharon. Thank you for the money and the stuff you got me. I hope to see you soon. I love you. Love, Sarah, and Sharon. Hi, sis. We'll be up soon. Deb. The front of our last Great America postcard has an image of the demon roller coaster on the bottom half of the card, and the top half has an image that looks like a demon trapped behind a circular grate with the word demon on fire below it. 
gets postmarked September 21, 1987, with a Give United Way cancel and a 33-cent an Alfred V. Verville Aviation Pioneer U.S. Airmail postage stamp, Scott number C-113. I assume they visit the park on Sunday, September 20th, when the weather was a high of 88 and a low of 60. It's addressed to Little Buddy of Paisley, Renfishwire, Scotland. It reads, Dear Little Buddy, Hi, my name is Bree, and my brother's name is Matthew. We live in San Jose, California. We hope you get in the Book of World Records. From Bree and Matthew. With the new ownership also came new intellectual property for the theme park. Hanna-Barbera characters appeared in the park, including, including a Smurf village and roller coaster attraction called the Blue Streak. In 1993, Paramount took over management of the park, and the Nickelodeon characters replaced the Hanna-Barbera characters. The Blue Streak eventually became the Rugrats Runaway Reptar, and attractions based on Tom Cruise movies like Top Gun and Days of Thunder were added to the park. The 1994 movie Beverly Hills Cop 3 was filmed at the theme park using some of the attractions and the action sequences, although much of the backstage of the park and a few of the interior attractions were made up or filmed at Universal Studios. Another themed attraction added in 2006 was called Survivor The Ride, the first reality show themed ride. The name was changed to Tiki Twirl as the Paramount Parks were purchased by Cedar Fair. Cedar Fair is also the parent company of Knott's Berry Farm. Over time, the Paramount and Nickelodeon characters were removed and the Peanuts characters were added. The once Smurf and then Rugrats roller coaster is now the Woodstock Express. Other attractions were renamed like Top Gun to Flight Deck and the SpongeBob Boatmobiles is now Peanuts Pirates. In 2014, California's Great America received a new neighbor as Levi Stadium was built next to the park. The park and stadium have made arrangements for parking during events at the stadium. The future of the park is unknown. In June of this year, 2022, the land was purchased by a real estate logistics firm which could close the park with a two-year notice or in 2033. The city of Santa Clara has spoken out that the land is only zoned for theme park use. We'll see what happens. Until then, I will be enjoying officiating my friend's wedding at the park when this episode drops. Maybe riding a roller coaster like the Railblazer, a single rail roller coaster, or Gold Striker listed as one of the world's top 10 wooden roller coasters. Or maybe I'll just take it easy on the double-decker Columbia Carousel or the Star Tower. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming card has Grogu in a gift box eating a chocolate frog. Below the box, it reads, You should have the best Christmas in the galaxy. It's postmarked November 22, 2022 with a Sacramento cancel and a Visit from St. Nick forever postage stamp and a six-cent Walt Disney postage stamp, Scott number 56, 46, and 1355, respectively. It reads, This is the way. Clocky, I hope you and yours have a warm and joyous holiday season. Here's to a fun-filled Disney 2023. Thank you for your continued support this year. Sincerely, Scott at Disneylanders. Thank you so much for my first holiday card of the season. I hope your mailbox is full this year with holiday wishes, but stays full throughout the year with birthday, holiday, vacation, thinking of you, and just because cards. It's always fun to have your fun mail outweigh your junk mail. 
Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. And now, sit back, relax, and welcome your officiant for today's wedding, the host of the Sent from Disneyland podcast, Clocky McDowell.